All right, episode 12, Hot Grits Podcast. Travis Jadon, Spencer Maddox here. Loaded show for you guys. Spencer. That's right, Trav. We've got Last Dance episodes 7 and 8. We've got Zion, uh, the Zion Williamson lawsuit. Uh, weird stuff with Earl Thomas. Super uh, weird stuff. With super Earl weird Thomas. stuff with Earl Thomas, uh, along with a few other sports leads. But Travis, uh, your mustache, man. I think I think you found your thing on the golf course. Yeah, we touched uh, on the mustache last week. Uh, anyone listening to this obviously has heard about it. It's, it's going viral, pretty much taking over all of Savannah at this point. It's and, broken the internet. Listen, everyone's got a take on it, and that's what I want my mustache to be. I need my mustache to divide nations. And I think that's what it's done so far. But and it did not hurt that I kicked that fucking ass on the golf course you did. with this fine piece of nose furniture. You did. And, the- and, and, and... I won a poker hand, too. <laughs> you won one poker hand. It is notable that you somehow dropped 10 strokes almost overnight by uh, adding a mustache to your repertoire. Yeah, I mean, you besides know. the mustache, it's fundamentals, work ethic, uh, and then pure athleticism and just natural talent. So that was the first time you've ever beaten me in golf, and it was the first time we played for any real money. What was that feeling like? We almost did like a post-game interview. I was I was devastated, I won't lie. I was holding it together, but I was pretty upset. Well, first off, we go out there and we like, we're talking shit the night before, we as we always do, mm-hmm. but like I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling confident because I'm hitting it well. So we get to hole one, and our good buddy Andy Drought is coming off a of hole nine. We're at La Vida Country Club, and Andrew's good people, so I'm like, you, yeah, you wanna go out with us? Because I didn't know if he was going to make the turn. So he ended up tagging along on our one-on-one. And this guy is just striping the ball all over the golf course. He cards a 75. Yeah. And we're working our asses off for a 95 and a 90. Yeah. He's, he's also... He's, he's pinging his four-iron just all over the fucking course. And then just being a nice guy, like, reading our putts for us. Yeah. And everything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was the thing, dude. That None of our friends do that. So, like, and I, what am I supposed to do? Like, be like, hey, don't help him. Well, here, like... You know? Andy Drought can help read our putts because he's 14 strokes up on hole four. Yeah. Like, he, of course he has time to help read our putts. So that kind of lightened the mood for me a little bit. And then also, we didn't even get to hole two before he commented on my mustache. And then it just gave me, like, added confidence. I was like, yeah, I look good, feel good, feel good, play good. And Penny's going to pay good because I beat you by five strokes. You did. I beat you by five strokes. You beat me fair? But here's the thing, dude. Fair? Fair? You beat me fair? Here's the thing. You add 50 yards onto your drive overnight. Would you submit to a blood test right now? And why haven't you taken a blood test already? First off, I don't have to prove anything to anyone. But yeah, you can test me right now if you want. Okay. I'm clean. I never touch the stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what's, you know, what stuff would help me be better at golf. But I didn't touch it. Uh, chances are because I couldn't afford it. Would the mustache... Submit to a blood test? I'm not going to speak for the mustache. Okay. I mean, that's not really the time or place to speak Fair for enough. The you did lose in poker, though, as per usual. Um, like, we will eventually get to real sports, we promise, but we had so much or so many off the pod activities yeah. since we last uh, talked to you guys about magic and AIDS. Um, poker, as I mentioned, I'm still shitty. Guys, I played another entire game of poker, and just like last time, I won one hand. Uh, I took Spencer's winnings that I won on the golf course earlier because if you missed the beginning of the podcast, I beat Spencer in golf. Uh, took that money, 
threw it towards my poker fee, uh, so got they, eliminated quickly. Gave it right back to me, basically. Yeah, got eliminated very quickly. Did not go around one time the table. And then <laughs> bought back in for the same amount and then lost that as well. Uh, I ended up taking home the the top spot, which was good for me, good for my juju, because I, I was down on myself yesterday. You split. You, I, well, I, I chopped the pot, but I took home the majority of it. Yeah, another top three for your boy. Um, top three, top three. If you're listening to this and, and you think you can help me not win poker, not win a game, but just win more than two or three hands, um, like I'm willing to offer just about anything. Yeah, because he won't take my advice. And I mean anything. Uh, what do you think of episode seven and eight? Last dance last night, or excuse me, Sunday. Uh, I thought they were the best of the season so far. Can I do one more off the pod thing? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, my roommate and good pal Houston Hayes was no hit by me in MLB The oh, Show. That's right. Um, so you don't know anything about this besides the fact that I threw a no hitter. I'm not going to bring the mustache into it because maybe the mustache did not have anything to do with it, but I was sporting a mustache when I no hit him. Uh, I started with Kenta Maeda. Then switched to Kershaw because I didn't realize I had a no-no in the sixth. So I two-pitcher no-no'd him. Legit- legitimacy? Still there. Still a no-no, but asterisks? No asterisks. It's a video game. Who gives a shit? And also... My first no-hitter I've ever been a part of in the show. In, in, uh, in the show or in any kind of organized baseball? Oh, no. I've seen... Okay. I've been a part of some no-nos. Believe me, I've been in the lineup for some no-nos. <laughs> It's undeniable that the mustache has brought you some kind of good luck, and you need to keep riding that for as long as you can. What happens? What what has to happen for you to shave the mustache at this point? Um, like that's a good point. And for anyone listening, like you I'm willing. You lose a digit, like a, a finger or something, or like. No, I would think I would need incentive at this point. I mean, it'd be like giving away a like a pound of gold if I just <laughs> shaved this off. So someone would need to come with a hell of an offer. Um, uh, I do have a wedding coming up in August. I could use a date for that. If the date wanted the mustache shaved, uh, should probably no longer be my date. So I think it's gonna stay. Damn. I think it's gonna stay, dude. Okay. I got a lot of people to to uh, to continue making proud with this thing. I talked it up a lot too. So um, anyway, what do you tell a guy like Houston, my roommate, after he gets no hit? Nothing, right? You just walk away because like, you want to be his friend still. I mean, you, I, I would kind of read the room there, you know. If you, don't he's sh- like, you don't shoulder tap him. Like, that's what I was going to say. If he's like visibly upset, you just kind of walk away, like give it some time. If he's, if he's not, yeah. if he's just kind of like, uh, then you start talking shit immediately because you got you to gotta treat him like a man still. It's like when you give up a garbage goal in FIFA and then the person that got the garbage goal is like, Oh, dude, that's kind of fucked. Yeah, dude. It almost makes you like, dude, don't fucking do that. Don't like fucking start feeling sorry. Fuck you. Like, don't feel sorry for me. Exactly. Like, no, that was a great goal. You earned it. Uh, we got. You want to talk about Norman Chad? Yeah, we can talk about Norman Chad. Norman Chad, if you're listening to this, dude, I'm coming for you with everything I have. You wrote a column, uh, satirical or not. We'll get to that. He wrote in the Washington Post that this pandemic has showed us that we need not more sports, but less sports. Uh, right off the rip, he was basically just shredded. Yeah, so you've lost everyone with the title. Okay, and you know now, what I mean? now he's backtracking in the days after saying that it was satirical. Um, Correct. With a name like Norman Chad, 
you cannot be taking chances like that with your colleagues. You know what I mean? And you think somebody would tell him this, like, hey, Norm, you know, like, I, how, what's, what's Norman Chad's nickname? No, there's no fucking way he has a cool name. He's got two first names. They call him, hey, Norman Chad. They probably, yeah. Everyone calls him first and last name. Uh, hey, if you're going to write this, either be serious or be funny because this was neither. And also, when you see Norman Chad, when you see Norman Chad, he's probably 5'5", 230 pounds at least, and with a mustache that looks much less suave than yours. So, I mean, picture this guy. And this is the guy telling America that it needs less sports at a time when it desperately wants sports more than, for some people, more than they want anything. Yeah. Like me and you included. He kind of looks like everybody's stepfather. Yeah. The uninvited stepfather, like the, the one yeah. your mom settled for or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. And he, he's not rich. Yeah. But, I mean, he's doing okay for himself. You're like, mom, you could do better. I mean, you, you, you're buddy-buddy with him when you see him. But, like, mom. but Norm's a nice guy. Yeah, mom. Uh, if you have a chance, don't go read Norman Chad's column. Look him up on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook and get after Mr. Chad. Uh, this is not a time to be joking about no sports. This is not the time. No. Read the fucking room, Norm. Yeah, and what, what what's the audience for that? You know, the second you say, like you said, he lost us. It doesn't even matter what his points are. You lost me completely when you said we need less sports. That it ain't funny. The, it's not funny, and the people who don't watch sports, they don't give a shit if there's a lot of sports or not a lot of sports. Like they don't care. So who's the audience for it? One and. The reasoning wasn't there, and then backtracking on it, uh, you total cuck, bro. You cuck. You can't backtrack on anything you say nowadays, but especially not something that wrong. You just got to stick to your guns. Yeah, once Twitter has it, uh, you got to stick to your guns. Uh, we'll leave Norman Chad right there. I'm going to read my favorite quote of the, I guess, satirical column. Uh, he said instead of binge watching shows, he encouraged in. Uh, italics. How about binge reading? Oh yeah, nerd, you fucking yeah, you nerd, bro. And then he said, "America as a country, quote, we have drifted." End quote. This guy uh, has definitely paid for sex once or twice. Oh yeah. First off, I, I I'm not gonna give him any more time. I don't want to give him any more. Time. Well, I'm gonna end it with this. I think uh, Norman Chad is the Jerry Krause of the coronavirus. And that, uh, that'll segue pretty well into... Now uh, that is what we in the business call a professional segue. Boom. Well done. Put a gold star on the board for Penny Maddox. Thank you, sir. Uh, I, first off, Last Dance, best two episodes so far, I think. Right. Uh, it started off with such a cheeky, funny reference when Jerry Krause is at the podium and the press conference is starting and Craig... Talk about the Craig Sager quote. Yeah, the late Craig Sager asked him, and instead of giving him a softball... Uh, Craig Sager asks him uh, uh, how he feels about all the backstabbing. Not, is there backstabbing going on? How do you feel about all the backstabbing? <laughs> Kraus, uh, Kraus takes offense to it and starts huffing and puffing and then walks away from the podium. And then right before that legendary like piano starts to start the show, some reporter, and the captions come up on the bottom, some reporter goes, way to go, Craig. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's just like, it, it, Craig's like the guy that hit the ball over the fence in the sandlot. Yeah. Now he can't play anywhere. Like, Way to go, Craig. That's uh, the exact right question to ask, too, though. That's the thing. Like, this is what we were talking about at the beginning, before Last Dance started, about they would get to this kind of stuff. And really, when you think about it, like, negatives of Jordan, 
and I say negatives meaning like things that you're not going to plaster on like his gravestone. Right. The gambling was, I feel like, pretty well known. I think most people like knew he had has. Yeah, and some sort they, of, or if he, I guess, if you're asking him, competitive problem. Yeah, they touched gambling. They touched on that again today. That the gambling. I think most people that have read up on Jordan think the gambling is a little overstated in terms of his legacy. Fine, so we'll give him that. I think, yeah, I think what's most notable about the negative side of Jordan is that he was a total asshole. And they, they dedicated one episode to it, and I'm glad they did. But I, when you look, most of his teammates, like, they say it through gritted teeth almost, but they're like, he was a really good teammate, and he made us, we needed that. And you don't see Jordan losing finals matches, matchups. And if anybody in that in that tier of uh, player, whether it's LeBron, Kobe, any of those guys, they've all lost some finals matchups, and you don't you don't see that from Jordan because he had that next well, arguably because he had that next level competitive gear, and he just put his foot. All on right, but let me play devil's advocate. Okay, LeBron has never taken two years off. It's true. It's true. Okay, so when LeBron didn't like the way that a coaching decision was going to go. Like Michael with Phil, never has LeBron gone and, pl- and played football. I'm just playing devil's advocate, but I'm saying we had when LeBron goes to the finals and when he plays a billion minutes over yeah. a five year period, he does the same thing as Mike and goes to uh, the Olympic team and dominates. I think pretty clearly he was the leader of that team. You could make an argument if he was the best player on the team but just like Jordan and LeBron so he's kind of carried all of those things you can't penalize LeBron because Michael didn't you know what I mean like Michael yeah. and we, 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 we can't won't. just give Michael those two years that he wasn't there and assume that he would not have lost a final right and we we've probably we've talked a lot about LeBron versus Michael on this podcast already so we probably shouldn't stick on this too long but I will say as far as when you're right maybe he does but as far as Jordan sympathizers go, you have to give him that argument. 6-0 looks a lot better than 3-9. It just does. And, I mean, Jordan didn't lose six finals. That's, yeah. That's all I, I mean, got to say. Yeah, that. That, like, that's true. I, I thought it was crazy. And they did this for a reason, I guess. You, my point at the beginning of this was you have, like, a layer of things that are negative about Jordan. Yeah. Gambling. And, like, they're all different degrees, right? Gambling. The baseball thing, like he's, you know, for people that don't delve into it, and, and we will delve into it in a second, when you think Michael Jordan baseball, you usually think, like, didn't cut it. It didn't work out. Yeah. Right? That's a failure. Uh, the whole thing with his dad, not that he had any responsibility in it or anything like that, which they touched on. All of these negative things in one episode, and then it closes with, Hey Mike, do you think it was worth it to be so competitive that basically no one likes you? And which was an excellent question. And it was, and he tears up because I think he starts to realize the answer is no, but he never had a choice. Like in his yes. eyes, he didn't have a choice. It was just the way he was. It's the way he's wired, and the way he was. Right. I can't reconcile those two things. So a man that would cry over that question would leave the game. For two years, if his dad doesn't die, I still don't think he leaves basketball. What what I took away what I took away from all of that, and he made a really good point. What I took away from all of that is that 
whenever he left the game of basketball, whenever he went straight to being a baseball player, I didn't think about it, the fact that he always wanted to be a baseball player. I think a lot of that was overblown. And his dad always wanted him. Like, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't think about any of that. I thought about this guy is a player first. like, And he had to get all of that out of his – he's still in the game. You know what I mean? He's an owner. He's, he is a competitor, but he's a player first. And he's got that player's mentality. That's all he knows to do. And, yeah. whenever, and we bring it back to what we talked about in the last episode where he was like saying, I'm not a role model. And he shouldn't be because he's just a player. That's, that's all he knows. And that, that competitive drive is all he had to lean on. And you can kind of see the development of a person over these, over these episodes where he's kind of learning more and more about himself. And you see it now with the, you know, the, the real-time interviews yeah. today where he, where he is now developed. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, I thought it was – sorry to interrupt. I thought it was interesting and this is something I've never thought about before. You hear – like an NBA player, his dad might die or his or Isaiah Thomas I think about a few years ago. I, Isaiah Thomas of the Celtics a few years ago when his sister was – I think she was – I don't want to guess at this. I think she was murdered or she died somehow in a playoff game. Oh, Isaiah Thomas. Celtics, Isaiah Right. So the, in every sport, obviously, dudes deal with family members and – good friends dying tragically, right? Right. Is there any other sport and atmosphere that would allow you to get away more than minor league baseball? I mean, if you really want to grieve and do and, and, and take time away to not think about your dad, here's what you do. You go play 120 games in Birmingham and ride the bus and joke around with, with guys that you know, are still living check to check, some of yeah. those guys. And, like, I, I, you know, I never thought about that. And so when you think about Jordan hitting 202, you know, in the minors, I don't think ever that, unless he hit, like, 100, that yeah. he was going to consider it a mistake. He probably would have never admitted that it was a mistake. But I think the fact that he came back and won, like, relatively easily in the NBA shows that whatever he wanted to do emotionally or like, you know, mentally, whatever he wanted to accomplish by playing baseball worked because when he came back, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't like still mourning his father. They talked about how when he first walked back into the locker room, yeah, it, was it weird all came up. I never realized that he switched back from 45 that quickly. It was in the first season. I didn't the, think it, it was, was that playoff quick. season. I didn't think it was that quick. The playoff series. Was so when Kobe switches from eight to twenty-four, all the Mamba, you know, mobsters go out and get their Dub Four jersey. Like I'd be pretty blowed if he went back to eight, and I just bought that purple, you know, twenty-four. I was like Kobe eight, Kobe eight better, personally. Uh, LeBron's never switched his number, so he's probably better than Jordan. He has switched his number. Oh yeah, he went to number six. <laughs> Why do dudes wear different numbers in the Olympics? Like, it's not like one or two guys wear different numbers. Every, there's never, ever been a guy that I can think of that wears the number that he wore. Magic Johnson wore, like... I don't know. I wonder if they kind of just assign you numbers. Though. I wonder if it just goes 1 to 18. Because there's 18. Guys. I don't think so. Like, I feel like there's been higher numbers than that. You know what I mean? But, like, why on earth would... Uh, or is Jordan number 9? I don't remember now. Now that you asked that. Like, that's... That's notable. That means something that we can't think about. What, like, what number is Michael Jordan? 23. Maybe 45. 
What number was he in the Olympics? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're, so why, oh, fucking, why, why did they do that? Why would you just wear 23? I don't get it. Yeah, it's strange. I'll have to ask him next. I'll have to ask Kwame Brown next time that. Kwame Brown? Yeah, I think he's going to be on the Olympic team this year. Yeah. He's made uh, a comeback? You don't get the reference. Anymore. No. There was a thing, you know how uh, on Twitter and Facebook they're doing these things like create your team, like, and then they have like column one, column two, column three. It'll be like your, like, uh, month you were born, column one, day you were born, column two, and that's how you Yeah, 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 yeah. So, dude, I ended up with, I thought I told you this, I ended up with, like, a pretty solid one-two squad, and then the whole third column was, like, Hall of Fame centers, and number 26 was Kwame Brown, (laughs) and that's my birthday, September 26, 1991, I was like, what the fuck just happened to my three squad, like, I got Kwame Brown, human cancer, or human garbage. Human garbage, Kwame Brown. Kwame um, Brown has got a lot of play on this podcast, man. Over the past ten episodes, he's been brought up more in this podcast than he's been brought up in the past ten years. On you're TV. a Kwame Brown truther, though, because you actually turned me on to the fact that he spent 28 years in the league somehow. He spent a long time in the league. Got like four contracts. Him and Andrew Bynum, they both get shit on, but yeah, they they spent a lot of time in the league. I, Andrew Bynum and Kwame Brown is synonymous with failure. Yeah, but he's not though. He's not Greg Oden. But it's because he was drafted so high. Yeah. I mean, Greg Oden was number one overall. as a Hawks fan. And like, but Greg Oden, we can just go injury. Injury, yeah. Done. Also, alcoholism. Did I mean, that? Magic did it with AIDS. Yeah, he beat some people up, too, dude. You need to look into that. Ray Lewis murdered a guy. He did. Jesus. Got away with it. Um, uh, you know what Earl Thomas did? Dude. Earl Thomas went and... Uh, Dude, Earl Thomas had himself a night. Well, he made a rookie mistake off the top. Uh, turn your fucking location services off. If you're a dude listening to this, turn your location services off. Doesn't matter it's if 2020. Just... We all should have learned our lessons by now. Every one of us have gotten caught, like... And we look like morons. Yeah. Because we're like, oh, no, I'm just uh, at the store. Uh, and they're just tracking us. Like, literally just look... Doesn't Turn matter. It doesn't off. matter if you're taking your side your side chick to Denny's or something for breakfast, or if you're having an orgy with your brother and you're too, you know. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Location off. Yeah. Uh, and if if Earl Thomas has his location off, we're not sitting here talking about what a weird fucking dude he is because that's that's weird, right? No. Yeah. Of course not. I, I think I look at it from a different angle. Also, there are thoughts that maybe. There were more than one. There was more than one girl there. There was. There were two. Allegedly. Allegedly. Still does can. that make it? No. Still. Still incestual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't. What if there were four girls? What if they made eye contact at some point? Who? <laughs> Dude. Oh, I can't stop thinking about it. I'll draw. Hey, are you guys thinking about it too while you're listening to this? <laughs> are you guys thinking about Earl Thomas? Probably so. How drunk do you have to be? To or. How shitty does your wife have to be to drive you to that? I guess the kind of lady that would bring her... She brought a squad. You're blaming the, the woman here? No, no, no. I'm not blaming her, but I'm saying if I'm the... What did Tiger Woods' wife do? You victim blaming? What did Tiger Woods' wife do? Did she go chasing him with a gun? No, dude. She collected. She yeah. collected, dude. She got she houses. She with an iron. She chased him out of the driveway yeah. with a 7 iron, of course. Yeah, that, I mean, that's... I wouldn't call that correct. That's not her greatest moment, but yeah. she came out like, yo, 
I'm out of this, Tiger. You suck. You cheated on me. Yeah. You know, like I'm not saying he sucks. I think he's the man. It's it's hard Probably to compare the two though because uh, Tiger Woods was dating like a supermodel from Sweden. Like if Elon wanted to collect women to go get Tiger, Tiger would have already fucked all his women. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one. She, left. Tiger was dating a, a supermodel, and Tiger clearly just had a sex problem. Earl Thomas was dating a potato. His wife. And Tiger doesn't have any brothers. His wife was legitimately not hot. So I kind of not hot. Got, I kind of get it to a degree, but why bring your brother into it, bro? Um, why can't y'all just have sex in separate rooms? I don't want to make light of any kind of videos that illuminate crimes. I think with news today, we realize that Whoa, when, dude. listen, when there's <laughs> listen, I'm gonna circle back. I'm gonna circle back. When there's a video, when there's a video that surfaces, All right. it validates and it. It's the only thing in today's society that can push all of us to one side. You know what I mean? Yes. So when Ray Rice is accused of domestic violence, there are the people that are like, I don't care. When Aaron yeah. Hernandez is accused of murder, there are people. They're but on when, his side but because when he's such we a great get, athlete. When we can see it. But when we see him Mike Tyson, that girl in the elevator. Is You're this right. one of those moments where we don't want to see the footage? We want to just believe Earl Thomas. I believe you. It happened. Don't. I don't want it. You don't need to prove it. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like TMZ, they've done enough. I don't want to ever see the Earl Thomas footage leaking in three months. Oh God. Because you know we're clicking on it. Yeah, man. Man, just not very disciplined. Damn, dude. Don't do what Earl Thomas did and don't do what Norman Chad did. That's That'll be the weirdest Pornhub link of all time. Yeah, probably a premium. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a premium. Um, do you think that uh, Michael Jordan, if his name is uh, Tim Smith, that we see his 202 batting average for what it actually was? I, see, I don't know. I was going to ask you about that. You're, you're the baseball guy. Here, Do, is there any bright points of Michael Jordan's baseball career? Does the thirteen hitting, thirteen game hitting streak mean? So it, the or fact it, that he could play a full season and hit two hundred two, the fact that he could string together any kind of hitting streak, yeah, and 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 honestly, people that know baseball, the fact that Tito Francona vouches for him—that's what I was about to ask. Him, that means something, right? But two hundred two is what it is. Yeah, like in little league, two hundred two means the same thing. That, that means you are getting a hit. Yeah. 20% of the time, essentially. Like, did you. Did, that ain't good. Did you buy anything that any of the, the fact that they were literally only throwing him breaking balls and stuff? Like, maybe if he had had some time to. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like a known thing, especially at the AA level. Like, your book, it, your book is always being built yeah. against you. So, like, every pitch. Like, if you get your pitch to hit and you miss it, that one's probably charted as a good spot for a pitcher to go next yeah. time. But as the sample size grows, you're like, your book's going to be out. And clearly, and I think anyone that knows baseball would agree on this. Like if you're a good athlete and you got a little bit of practice, you can hit, you could make contact with 90. And like, if you have professional yeah. teaching 90 and it's coming straight and there's only, you know, especially if you're the best athlete, in the world at the time. Well, and you're coming from like all this high pressure and, and now, you know, now it's a Tuesday night in June in Birmingham and, you know, who cares about Thank the double-A standings? Thank God he hit 202. Thank God he hit 202. 199 would have been different, I feel like. No. I'm saying, what if he came out and kept that hitting streak going, hits 330? 
Do you ever see Michael Jordan in a Bulls uniform no. again? Michael, and that's another thing. In this documentary, they pretend like Jordan... And real baseball people, Jordan was never going to make it to the big leagues. Even then, Major League Baseball teams have systems. Yeah. And they have plans for every position and depth at every position. Whether it's good or not, like, they're ranking dudes. There is no way that Jordan was going to bypass... 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th round picks yeah. I mean, coming from quality programs. It wasn't, it wasn't going to happen quick enough. And like, so that was never going to happen. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But he was never going to make it to the big leagues, save for the fact that he would have sold tickets. Right. That might have done it. Um, I don't know how good the White Sox were at the time. but I don't know how much, I don't know how much that stardom equates to like profit. Whatever you're selling tickets like that, were, were, was that minor league team you think like super profitable? Well, so I know most minor league teams are not owned by the professional team. The Braves are actually one of the loan really? franchises, rights. Yeah, so they're just affiliated. Yeah, they're affiliated. So the major league team, when the Savannah Sandnats were in were in Savannah, they were the low A affiliate of the New York Mets. They were owned by Hardball Capital. Right, so the money made at Grayson Stadium by the Sandnats did not go to the Mets. The Mets provided the Sandnats the product, the players. The Sandnats provided the Mets the facilities, the place for the product right. to move on. And so both sides. But that's, pay, that's the model. They don't pay the they don't pay the employees' salaries and everything. The the, the major league club pays that. No, really. Mm-mm. Yeah, the Mets don't pay. The Mets don't pay. Like the Mets pay the manager of. The team, okay. they pay their own field personnel, and I would assume trainers and, and. So whenever Ronald Acuna gets signed, he gets signed for some like million dollar deal. The Braves pay that signing bonus or something, but then the the minor league affiliate pays his salary. No, 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 no. Okay. Any any player or coach on the field is paid by the professional team. Interesting. Anyone off the field, the the head of marketing for the Double A team, is paid. By the double A team. Gotcha. But the Braves own there. So I don't think the White Sox were going to ever profit directly from, from Birmingham team. unless they own the team. Yeah. Not that that matters. That's pretty inside baseball. You got anything yeah. else from Last Dance? There's so much shit, man. No, I kind of wanted to talk about Zion. Yeah, you're going to have to fill me in on this. I mean, this is, it seems pretty convoluted. It. Tell, tell like, listeners, if they have no idea what you're talking about, what Zion is in the news for. So, it, it's, we're not sure if Zion was directly involved. It, all these stories, it almost always seems like the, the families are the ones that really push, you know, push the envelope. Because the kid's just a kid trying to play yeah. basketball. See Reggie Bush for that. Reggie Bush, uh, Cam Newton. It happens every time. Well, right? Cam Newton stole a laptop, but... Yeah, I mean, he, he had his own issues, but the, the money thing was his dad, right? Same thing with Zion. Apparently, it's his mother asking Adidas and Nike directly for what amounts to bribes, and that's a pretty serious issue, you know, that's pretty serious, to go to Duke. She's taking and, legal action? Like, she's... No. She, <laughs> she's just publicly complaining? She, no, no, no. I, I'm not sure how the story got out, but they're saying that... This almost certainly happened that Zion Williamson was paid through a third party from the either Nike or Adidas. I'm assuming Nike yeah, to go to Duke. So why is this? New? So the best player in college basketball was paid extra benefits to play for a high-profile team. 
Yeah. Uh, when is that? Is that fucking news? It's not news. It's news because it's Zion Williamson. And, I mean, there's still more to come out, but there, I mean, there's definitely going to be lawsuits and there's going to be... And, okay, but just to clear, who's wanting something? The Williamson family is wanting something from... I don't actually understand that part of it. Because there's no way it's the, it's the opposite. Yeah. I think, I think the, the losing shoe company would be the one suing. I don't know. Not a lawyer. But... Zion just made me think about fantasy basketball. You guys are going to screw me out of that fantasy basketball. Yeah, you? man. I mean, I got, I got something for you. We're, we're going to do a lottery. You're not going to lose completely. All right, we'll close up in a second. I mean, I wanted to hit the Major League Baseball proposal. I think this is finally the, you know, in the melting pot of ideas that they've had, this is probably the one that's going to play, I would think. I think AL East versus NL East, AL Central versus NL Central, AL West versus NL West. So you have 14 playoff teams. That's expanded. Um, And they're planning on starting around July 4th, which means we're right around a month away as we record this on May 13th. We're around a month away from players going back to spring training. Supposedly, if, if that's, you know, what's going to continue to happen, uh, you know, as always, coronavirus is fluid. Uh, if, if they start, if Major League Baseball starts, there is nothing in the world that I will complain about. Like, robotic umpires... Don't give a shit. Uh, seven inning doubleheaders, I'm good with it. If there's ever a time to try something that everyone has said won't work, it's this season because this season is already going to be strange as hell. So why not? Let's see what it'll look like. Let's see what it'll look like if uh, you know you put a time like a true timer on on. At bats. Let's see what it'll look like if there are automatic strike zones, right? I'd like to see it. You know I what mean, I mean? And, and baseball is plagued by those calls. And I mean, people. But see, that's a separate argument. Like, yeah, I'm saying this year of all years, even the baseball purist is gonna like the guy that hates. They're the, not gonna care as long as the national is gonna have a DH. Yeah. The national is gonna have a DH this year, and people that don't like that aren't gonna give a shit this year because they just want. Baseball. Norman Chad's gonna give a shit. Norman Chad's gonna be fucking furious. Norman Chad's probably eating soup with his fat girlfriend right now. Yeah, dude. Uh, there, there are a couple of golf matches coming up. I want to hit on this real quick. Besides Tiger and Peyton and Tommy Buckets and Big Phil, Slick Rick coming May 17th with Matt Wolf. Is that a guy's name? Something Wolf. It's a complete mismatch. It's Ricky Fowler and Wolf. Versus Rory and DJ. Oof. Yeah, and it's for charity. And I just, like, if I'm the charity that drew Wolf Guy and Ricky. They couldn't get Brooks? Brooks Kepka wouldn't do this? Brooks Kepka hates golf. He's he not, does, he's he's not got like a good golf. He's got a, he's got a bug up his ass about practicing. Yeah. Practice. Playoffs! Uh, I think that's pretty much all I got. That's all I got as well. I really like that ending part of what you, baseball. Yeah, what are you jamming right now? What am I jamming right now? I'm, I'm heavy Kevin Gage, dude. Yeah? Yeah, I went back to that I'm Him album. 
That's what I'm all about. What about you? I always keep a Gates playlist on, but I'm on uh, the new Wiz, of course. It's only seven tracks, but Ooh. it's going to extend it. You got to submit And then there's some uh, Nav. I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Nav? Nav? Producer Rick, do you know? Producer Rick doesn't know. Uh, Nav or Nav and Lil Uzi. Big fan of that. And uh, I guess Drake dropped something a couple weeks ago, which was the same as every, same as every other. I'm not into the Drake tape. Yeah, neither it's am I. Boring. Might be time for him to bow out. Yeah. Or maybe he can write his own lyrics every now. Like we could try that out. Yeah, I think you should retire and come back with the four five. Oh yeah, forget the cutter. Dropped a single. Leader. Kid of the, Cuddy? Yeah, leader of the delinquents. Only he could put like there's a billion syllables in that. Only he could be like leader of the delinquents. Dropped a new single. Yeah. yeah. With Travis Scott too. That's a banger. It's called the Scots. The Scots? I didn't know Cuddy was on that. I saw that. Was Producer like the Rick coming in from the high rope, dude. The Scots. Taking time out of his busy schedule. Uh, if you Producer saw how Rick. comfortable this guy looks right now, you'd, you'd be so freaking pissed, dude. He's Thunder a, thighs out. Thunder thighs in prime swipe position. <laughs> uh, Spinny, you got anything else for the children? I'm good with that, Trev. Uh, I'm good with that, too. Uh, please, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor Podcasts. The Hot Grits Podcast. Rate it. Five stars only. You know the drill. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, and please, if you're going to share it on Facebook, use the hashtag HGP. And until then, stay safe and wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.